Welcome to the Spirit of Life Ministries. Spirit of Life Ministries aim is to call to the born again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of God through the teaching and proclamation of the word of God, as well as the greater good for all humanity. Spirit of Life Foundation is based on Ephesians 4th chapter for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and fullness of Christ, to the edifying of the body of Christ in love. Spirit of Life Ministry's heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love. Please welcome now Sister Beatrice Jackson. Thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. This is a continuation from this Friday's broadcast that aired uh, May 21st. And it was titled, This Time. The broadcast talked about refining areas of our life and how we go through retests, how things can surface up, surface again in our lives in order for us to pass the test this time around. And what the Lord is after is refining areas of our hearts and our minds and our lives when he allows situations to arise or come back around again. And I also gave the example about going around the mountain in the wilderness, how the people of God, children of Israel, were in the wilderness experiencing traveling to and fro because of their unwillingness to obey. For the most part, some did and some did not. So God is also after obedience when he allows tests to resurface again. For if for those of us that have not done what he's instructed or what the word says the last time around. But that's not always the reason. He also wants fruit. The Lord allows retests in order to bear fruit. That said, let's go to John, the 15th chapter, verse 1. Now, Jesus is talking here, and he says, and I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. He says, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear more fruit, even richer and finer fruit. Now, if any of you have pruned a plant or a tree, we know that we cut off the dead or the weak parts of a plant or a tree in order that it will get strong and, be, and come back more fuller and stronger and expand. And that's what God does with us. He prunes the parts of our lives and our hearts uh, the way we think in our mind that or takes away that that we don't need. The King James says that he purges it. He purges it. And that word purge means to just to rinse with with um, uh, clean water, clean water, rinsing to run through something with clean water in order to run the impurities and the filth and the silt, everything that is unclean out of a line. I say this because I, I used to do that on a job that I worked and it was my job to purge the lines. That meant I needed to 
run clean water through those lines in order to run out all the germs, the impurities, and the things that would make people sick. And purging is also looked at as sifting. And we talked about that last broadcast, that sifting is the example of the wheat and chaff. And we need to know that we are the wheat and the chaff are the unwanted things in our hearts, in our minds, in our lives that the Lord doesn't want. Like, for instance, the, the, the chaff is the husk of a corn, corn cob. We don't eat the husk. We eat the corn. We keep the corn, but we do away with the husks. Also, it's the trash and the waste, the debris, the unwanted things that are in our lives. That's what it means to be sifted. We are the wheat and the unwanted things in our heart and our mind and our lives are the chaff. So purging does that too. It cleanses us of those unwanted things to where we may bring forth more fruit. Verse 3 says, You are already clean because the word which I have given you, the teachings which I have discussed with you, remain in me and I will remain in you, just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit producing evidence of your faith unless you remain in me. Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For otherwise, apart from me, that is, cut off from vital union with me, you cannot do nothing. Verse 7, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, that is, if we are vitally united and my message lives in your heart, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. The King James reads, verse 7, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Now, one of the ways that we abide in him, in Jesus, and his word abides in us, is to keep it. That's how we abide in him. We keep it. We do what the word says. We apply it to our life. We practice it. This is how we abide in the word and the word abides in our heart by us practicing it, engaging it in our lives and doing what it says. Praise God. Luke, the eight, eighth chapter and the 15th verse talks about the heart that keeps the word, the good and honest heart. It, it's a good and honest heart because it keeps the word and brings forth fruit with patience or endurance. And we know also that endurance can be a test, or patience, in this case, can be a test. And endurance works through resistance. I gave the example of a bodybuilder or someone that exercises and works out. Their muscles are built up through resistance. And resistance, in our case, would be opposition and adversity or tests that come in order to build up our faith. That's how our faith increases. That's how our character and fruit is produced in us. By Jesus, Jesus is the only one, and the Holy Spirit are the only one that can produce fruit. But it's produced through adversity, tests, trial, tribulation, persecution, resistance, opposition, 
opposing it, like that that um, that weight that the person is lifting. It opposes their strength. Likewise, what hits our life sometimes opposes our strength, yet it brings forth the Lord's strength in us. It opposes our limited strength, our human strength. It takes us beyond what we can do in our own strength, yet his power is manifest. That's when the Lord's power and strength are most prominent in our life. If we let him be who he is in us, and if we let the word work in us by obeying the word at that time. I did say that the Lord is after fruit this time around too. And in last broadcast, I mentioned um, sometimes how we can respond or react to people, you know, out of hurt. And I want to say this too in regard to hurt. Sometimes people can react in anger and anger, whether you know it or not, can be masked as hurt when it's really hurt, but they respond in anger. So I just want to put that out there because we need to be aware. But that said, we talked about contention and how contention can arise. And the only reason that contention arises, the Bible lets us know, is because pride. Proverbs, the 13th chapter, 10th verse says, and this is the King James, it says, only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. The Amplified says, through pride and presumption come nothing but strife, but skillful and godly wisdom is with those who welcome well-advised counsel. So we see here, a lot of times contention, we contend with people because of our pride. And one of the things that the Lord is after is to see humility and not our pride. He wants us to put our pride down, put our pride down and put on humility, clothe ourselves with humility. One thing we didn't mention this past Friday is something that can, can um, occur is, well, something that the Lord wants is long-suffering, long-suffering. And that is the opposite of being quick-tempered and retaliation. Because long-suffering long is a fruit, and long-suffering is like being long-tempered rather than short-tempered. It puts off anger. Like, have you read about the long-suffering of God? He puts off his anger or wrath. He delays judgment. And instead, he exhibits mercy, which is a fruit as well, and patience or patient waiting. That's what long-suffering is. It's the opposite of contention and being quick-tempered or retaliating, or, or even in some cases, some people are vindictive and they want to pay people back. But God is after long-suffering and not our ways, praise God, not our old ways, and not handling situations in our own understanding. And in order to do this, Jesus' words have to be in us, like he said in John 15, verses 1 through 5 and verse 7. His words must be in us in order for us to carry this out. Otherwise, what happens is that we have nothing to draw on except for our flesh, 
and the experiences of our souls based on what we've learned or learned behavior according to our conditioning prior to Christ. And even some of our core beliefs get in the way as well. We have nothing to draw on except our own understanding and our flesh and our own strength, which, which is nothing compared to the Lord and the Word of God. So that's why it's important to, to have the Word of God in our hearts too and abide in it. Let it abide in us, praise God. And when we let it abide, we'll find that the Spirit of God begins to bring it up or bring it to mind when situations arise. And now we have options other than what we know. And we can choose the Word and not be limited to our own understanding or our own ways and our, or our old man, if I can put it like that. And you may not know it, but sometimes when we attempt to defend ourselves or even vindicate ourselves, we can end up acting out and getting in the will, getting in the way of the will of God for our lives and get in the way of God helping or tending to the person that we're dealing with or interacting with. Let's go Romans the twelfth chapter. Starting at verse 17, and I'm going to read from the Amplified. It says, Never repay anyone evil for evil. Take thought for what is right and gracious and proper in the sight of everyone. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave the way open for God's wrath and his judicial righteousness. For it is written in scripture, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Verse 20, but if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Verse 21, do not be overcome and conquered by evil, but overcome evil with good. Praise God. So this is an example of where we need to show God and show the good, even in an evil situation when people are doing evil to us. And that is challenging. That could be challenging because we're human and the Lord knows this. But keep in mind that the Lord will help us. Remember Psalm 46 verse 1. The Lord is our refuge and strength, a very present help in the time of need. And I did mention in the last broadcast, when I am obedient to the word of God in challenging and distressing situations or situations that are painful and just downright unfair, Jesus is there. He is, I, I feel his strength. I feel his power. I also feel his comfort and he gives me his peace while I'm going through it. He's there, a very present help. And his strength is perfected in my weakness. That grace is there. It's available if I choose to lean on it or, or, or apply it or, or obey what the word says to do. No matter how hard it is for me, I get to experience him. I get to experience him, his comfort, his strength, his power, his peace, praise God, all the above. Like I also said in the last broadcast, you know, he does not 
expect us to to fake or pretend about our humanity as though what we go through is nothing. He understands that. That's why he came down in human form. And that's why he could be a merciful high priest. Because he understands a faithful and merciful high priest. And yes, I do know it's challenging to do. um, But this is what the Lord is after. He's after fruit. He's after fruit. First Peter, the third chapter, gives us another example of what we're to do when we are, are under attack. It says, and never return evil for evil or insult. And I'm reading from the Amplified. Insult for insult. Avoid scolding, berating, and any kind of abuse. But on the contrary, give a blessing. Pray for one another's well-being, contentment, and protection. For you have been called for this very purpose, that you might inherit a blessing from God that brings well-being, happiness, and protection. Praise God. You know, even though that is not, that's not easy, and I'm not going to lie or pretend, when having to do this in the beginning, it was so hard for me. And I, I didn't do it. I, I'm just going to be honest. I I didn't do it. I was so busy complaining to God about this is not fair. This is not right. And what about them? <laughs> what, 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 what about them? What, you know, what, what are you going to do about that person, the next person? But you know what? I have found that when I started praying for my enemy and those that hurt me, the Lord, the Lord, he helped me to start seeing people through his eyes. And I actually started to experience compassion, feeling compassion for those that acted as my enemy and began to feel a little sorry for them, a little sorry for them, because he allowed me to see see them through his eyes, that something, something has happened in that person's life you know, as to why they're the way they are. Now, that doesn't make it right that they intrude in my life the way they did. Yet, he helped me to see them through his eyes, which made it a little easier to pray for them the next time and the next person and the next time. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying here? This is about fruit, and this is about being a child of God. Praise God. It's about being a child of God. This is about kingdom living. Kingdom living. Which his principles are nothing like the world's. They run in direct opposition of the world's ways. Praise God. So I understand and it doesn't make sense. But God lets us know in his word in Isaiah 55. That his thoughts are not our thoughts, neither are his ways our ways. And his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. Praise God. But as his child, you know, he helps us and he's not going to ask us to do anything that he doesn't help us through. He's right there in it with us. Sometimes we're tempted to jump out of the fire. I understand Yet, he, Jesus, the Son of God, the Son of Man, is in the fire with us. Do you remember the Hebrew boys? 
praise God. It, it would be good to look at that story, read that story about the, the three Hebrew boys, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and what happened as far as the fiery furnace. Praise God. Let's also go to a couple more scriptures. And in 1 Peter, the second chapter, verse 23, reading from the Amplified, you know, it, um, I see where we need to know who we are, not just as children of God, but our character. When people revile us and, and insult us and just really come at us the wrong way as though they don't know who we are, that's the time when we need to know who we are and, and let it not bother us what somebody else thinks of us because we know. We know who we are and we know who we're not. We know how we are and we know how we are not. Praise God. And we need to stand on that and not try and prove ourselves or convince anybody of anything regarding who we are. We need to just stand on that. And that helps going through the trial too, to just know and let a person talk because they don't know. They don't know. And that's the way, that, well, that's the, what helps me. That's one of the things that helps me. Verse 23, 1 Peter, the second chapter, says, While being reviled and insulted, he did not revile or insult in return. While suffering, he made no threats of vengeance, but kept entrusting himself to him who judges fairly. That's another thing right here. You know, he, Jesus is talking about Jesus here. He did not come back with any insults or revile when they were reviling him and didn't make threats of vengeance or any such, thing. He, any such thing. He entrusted himself to God who judges fairly. There's some comfort in that, knowing that if we don't push back, you know, that God will, will judge fairly. And we, t we are to entrust ourselves in God's hands. No, it's not always easy. I, like I said, I'm not going to pretend that it is. Yet it, it can be done and it can get easier. It does get easier the more uh, a person, well, for me, it's, it comes easier the more I do what the word says and I submit to God. It's about submitting to God and submitting to the word of God. As I said in the last broadcast, that helps too, to know that we're not submitting to that person or the situation. We're submitting to the word of God. We're submitting to God. We're submitting to our Father. We're submitting to our Lord. Our Lord, you know, and if we say he's our Lord, Lord means governor. If we say he's our Lord, Jesus is our Lord and Savior, then, you know, uh, sometimes the test will arise in order to show us, is he going to be our Lord in this case? Praise God. And keeping in mind, this is about fruit. This is about purging. This is about pruning. This is about refining and getting the junk out of our lives, the junk out of our hearts and out of our minds, renewing ourselves, renewing, being renewed in the spirit of our minds, whereas we will be a vessel, the finer. That said, let's go to Matthew the fifth chapter, the 39th verse, still reading out of the Amplified. But I say to you, do not resist an evil person who insults you or violates your rights. But whoever slaps you on the right cheek, turn the other one toward him also. Simply ignore insignificant insults or trivial losses 
and do not bother to retaliate. Maintain your dignity, your self-respect, your poise. You know, I read this verse for years and it's like, Lord, now I can't be dealing with abuse. This is abuse, Lord. This is just downright abuse. You want, you, you want people to abuse me? And the Lord really pointed out what this scripture mean. It didn't mean if someone slaps me, turn the other side to him and say, as though to point out, hit me there too. That's not what the Lord is saying. What it means here is in a case like this, to demonstrate goodness and righteousness, demonstrate the opposite of the other person's actions, the opposite of their evil. In other words, demonstrate meekness and long suffering. And meekness, please don't get it um, mixed up. Meekness is not weakness, even though a lot of people think that's what it means. Meekness is not. Meekness is actually strength under control. Strength being restrained, restraining one's strength. Where Jesus could have have, have unleashed uh, legions of angels against the people. There's a lot of things that he could have did in his own power without the angels, but he didn't. That is meekness. That's strength and power under control. That is holding back something that we could actually do to someone. You know, we could actually hurt people with our words and physically, but meekness, which is the fruit, meekness says, don't do it. Meekness says, hey, I know I can tear this person down. Just break them down with my words right now. There's a lot I could say to this person right here in front of me. Yet meekness says, don't do it. Restrain. Control myself. Practice some self-control, which is another fruit. Practice self-control. Keep it together. Doesn't mean I don't feel what I feel. I can always tell, tell Jesus about my emotions and how I feel about a thing that's happening to me. That's, that's another thing that's important too. Don't forget to cast all our cares upon him for he careth for us and he understands. Please, please don't forget that Jesus understands. And please don't forget this too, that Jesus has prayed for us. Being our great high priest, Jesus has prayed for us even in our testings. And the siftings that we go through, the, re the refinement that we go through, Jesus has prayed for us that our faith fail not and that we go through the test. Please never forget that. And if he has prayed for us, by the time we deal with whatever it is that we're facing, if we can remember by the Holy Spirit in us what the word says to do, if we can guess, if we can just ask the Lord to, to, to help us to remember what the word says in given situations, he will enable us to stand. He has prayed for us and the solution and the help is there before the situation even happens. He has prayed ahead of the circumstances. He has prayed ahead of the trials and the testings and the distress, the stresses and the persecutions. He has prayed ahead of it. He is in front of it. And it's up to us to remember by the power of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost will help us remember if we ask him to. To, to help us to remember 
what to do in any given situation. Praise God. He's there. He's prayed for us. He is our great high priest. He knows how we feel. Please don't forget that either. He knows how we feel because he came down in the form of a man. And he knows what it feels like to be tested in every area. This touches on that, that, uh, the, the message about Jesus, our sustainer. And he will sustain us through these tests and trials. He, he will sustain us and take us through the retests as we go around the mountain again. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to keep going around certain mountains. I don't want to keep going around any mountains anymore. Praise God. <laughs> so praise God. I thank you for joining me. Again, this is Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. And until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an end time ministry purpose for revival of the heart toward God. Restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. Revelation 22:17 says, And the spirit and the bride say, Come. And let those that hear say, Come. And let them that are athirst come. They that will, let them take the water of life freely. If you would like to contact or be a blessing to the ministry, send all correspondence to Spirit of Life Ministries. P.O. Box 210081, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53221. Spirit of Life Ministries can be reached at 414-249-5121. Until next time, thank you and God bless you.